0: hello everyone welcome back to the empowering artist podcast my name is rebecca i am your host for this podcast thank you so much for joining me today i'm super excited that you are here if you are a returning listener welcome back and if you are a new listener thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and hang out with me okay so today we are going to be sort of skewing more towards like um, like a businessy kind of, well, maybe not businessy, but having to do with sort of like, you know, as an artist, how you can support yourself um, as you pursue your creative career. Um, I hate to say it, but in the beginning, um, most of the time, if you are freelancing as a photographer, if you are freelancing as a painter, if you're an actor, singer, dancer, um, and that's what you want your career to be, um, a lot of times in the beginning, um you don't exactly make a lot of money to live off of which i hate saying but like it is the truth um and that's just kind of how it is at the moment so because you know a lot of people aren't making a full-time income based off of you know using their performance abilities um freelance skills etc cetera, etc cetera, um that's sort of where survival jobs come in. And I have had many um, quote unquote survival jobs. Um, if you're not familiar with survival job, I, I, wouldn't, I mean, that's like the typical name for it. Um, but really what it is, it's a job of any nature that you're using to support yourself as you pursue your creative career. Um, so I guess you can call it like a supporting job maybe i don't know there's got to be a better word for it survival job just seems like a bit too harsh but that's basically you know if i refer to a survival job um throughout the rest of the episode that's basically what i'm referring to so it's this job um and it can be may it can be anything really um it can be you know working in a retail environment. It can be working in food service. It can be working in fast food. It can be working in, um, you know, childcare. Um, most, most times people will choose jobs that work in shifts. So you can, in theory, switch shifts with someone and just basically jobs that have a lot of flexibility to them, depending on what you're looking for. Maybe you, um, want to be a wedding photographer, so you can't really work weekends. So maybe, you look into childcare, or maybe you're a um, you're an actor and your auditions are during the week, so you need something sort of like in the evenings or in the early mornings, or maybe on the weekends, depending on what you're looking for. That's basically sort of you know a few a few options you could have, and the thing with these is that oftentimes we need something that is so flexible. And a lot of times what we end up getting are jobs that aren't necessarily bad to have, but jobs that don't have good management. Um, I always say that you know every job I've ever resigned from, um, I left not because I disliked the job itself, but because I really um, disliked the management. And this is mainly in my jobs where, you know, I was an hourly employee. I was working, you know, for maybe above minimum wage. um, And I was working in sort of like those shifts. Now, this, um, I want to really talk about, you know, when I was working in those jobs, because I I did retail, I did fast food, I did food service, like I was a waitress, Um, sometimes you know, especially when you're starting out, you just need something. And when you need something, you'll take, you know, what, what you can find, which is what happened to me. And what I learned doing those jobs is that, you know, sometimes not all jobs are worth staying at, um, which really sort of goes into the main part of this um, episode, which is going to be just, you know, Getting out of toxic work environments. Um, I mean, people often talk about toxic work environments with like full-time jobs, but you can have a toxic work environment if you're working part-time. Like, it's not just for people who work full-time. It, like, you can work for anywhere and it can be toxic. Um, and the proof is, you know, when I worked in those hourly minimum-wage jobs, um, they were all not. I don't want to say they were all toxic, but they were all pretty bad. So, what I really want to get at here is that if you're like me, when you have a job and when you make a commitment to something, and I feel like this is a lot of artists because if we're committed to being artists, that means we do have like a really strong sense of commitment. It's like, you know, you show up to work, and, you know, if you can work that day, if you're not sick or whatever, then you show up. You show up, you do, you know, your job, and then that's what you do. Um, And I noticed in a pattern, especially when I worked retail, food, service, and fast food, that I found myself wanting to do the best I could. And in return, my management wasn't necessarily respecting me to the best that they should have. Um, and that in turn created some really toxic work environments for me to be in. And again, I was working like minimum wage, like maybe above minimum wage. Um, for the food service, I'm definitely above minimum wage, but you know, if you've worked in food service, like you know, um, sometimes just what you have to deal with and the amount of like, you know, everything is just like not worth, Is it's not worth it. Um, What I found myself doing is that, you know, it always get to a point and it was kind of the same cycle and I'd be like, I need to leave this job. I need to leave this job, but I can't leave this job because I made a promise or I made a commitment that I would do this job. And, you know, I can't just leave this job unless I have another job lined up. And that was my thinking for a really long time. And yeah, to an extent that is true. Like I shouldn't really have left any of those jobs and I didn't leave any of those jobs until I had another one lined up. Um, but, you know, taking into consideration that for the mental health aspect of it, you know, sometimes it wasn't that great. Um, sometimes it was really bad. Like, I remember when I was working, um, in fast food that there was a point where, and like, I, I was in college still at this point, um but I was working fast food and there was a coworker who made some really like racist comments towards me. Um, if you're new here, I'm Asian American. So she was making comments, just really racist comments. And in front of my manager, um, by definition of the handbook, she was like verbally abusing me and all this stuff. And my management did nothing. And then um, I took it to HR who took it to the district manager and the district manager like sat down with me and he was like, oh, like this happened, but I want it to be clear that what you experienced like like, wasn't racism. Now, mind you, this is coming from like a, I don't know, 60 something year old like white man. And I'm like sitting there and I was like, "How how can you possibly know what is like racist towards like someone who's Asian. Anyways, um, so sort of that happened. And what really, and I, to this day, I can't, I can't understand why I stayed, but that like really just sort of like was not a good experience. I mean, obviously it wasn't a good experience, but I ended up staying like a year after that had happened. And I don't know why I stayed. I didn't need to stay. Um like as far as, you know, being able to support myself, I was still in college so there really was no need for me to stay, but I stayed. And I came back from, you know, that oh, I was hired to do a job, so I'm going to like, you know, do this job. And I was like looking for other jobs and other stuff. Anyways. Um but like toxic work environments like that, like when you're when you come face to face with something like that, anything, you know, racist, um, misogynistic, sexist, like anything along those lines, like you have every right to say, no, that is not okay. And I've definitely been in that situation. I feel like a lot of people have been in that situation where something so horrible like that has happened to people and they like, you know, kind of say something, but don't really say something. And then nothing really happens and they're stuck in this job that they want to leave like this. Is me telling you guys that if you are in a toxic work environment you don't have to stay there and I feel like you know just talking to a lot of my friends who are artists like we've all had that experience like we've been in like really bad work environments that after the fact we realized are super toxic and it's just like you know why did we stay and it's like we feel like we have to stay for some reason even though we don't because at the end of the day and this might sound harsh but it's like, to these big corporations, you know, you're just a number. You're very replaceable. And it took forever for me to, first of all, understand that. And even then, it's like, not that I ever think that, you know, these big corporations will, um, you know, care about, like, you know, what's going on in my life. But I'm like, oh, like, okay, like, they don't care about me, but, you know, okay, that's fine. And that's not fine. So... I mean, this episode I really just want to like let you guys know that you know, you're if you're in a toxic work environment, first of all, you're probably not alone because those work environments often um, and you know, this isn't like gen like general or anything. But what I have noticed in my personal experience and again, this is off of my personal experience, those kinds of jobs are the ones where They will ask things of you that were maybe not originally in the job description, and they'll ask you things that kind of, like, don't make a whole lot of sense. Um, Like, I know people who have worked in retail, and they've had to, like, you know, if someone, like, throws up in the dressing room, or, like, you know, whatever, then they have to, like, go clean it. Like, all that stuff is not something that, if you originally didn't agree to do it, then why should you be told to do something that maybe not be like completely safe um especially like now um with like COVID and everything but anyways um yeah just i want to make everyone like if you like if you're an artist and you've taken a job that's going to help support you and, you know, it's going to be your quote-unquote survival job, then I think that you working towards what you want to do artistically is amazing. Um, And I also want to recognize that sometimes we have to take, like, jobs that aren't that great. And there's nothing wrong with the job itself. But if you find yourself in a work environment where, you know, it's toxic, or you don't want to go into work, or you were like me, and you literally, like, were crying, and you didn't want to, like work because it just like upset you that much like that is a really like those are all signs that it's like a toxic work environment and just because you know you're working towards your artistic dream doesn't mean that you have to Suffer through a bad work environment. Like there's almost this narrative out there, narrative out there that you know people who are artists and actors, it's like they take like really bad minimum wage jobs and they just deal with it. Well, I mean, you don't have to deal with it. like you you literally don't. Um, I'm a huge advocate in using whatever skills you have as an artist to support yourself because that's that's the goal, right? To support yourself doing art using your skills. And there are, you know, there are tons of ways to do that. And I think that a lot of people don't yet realize that they could freelance with their skills. They could teach privately. They could do something to supplement their income. Um, And oftentimes, because we're just, you know, familiar and told that we have to work these like bad minimum wage jobs, like that's our only option. Well, I'm here to tell you one, it's not your only option. And two, you have every right that if you are in a bad work environment, if you're in a toxic work environment, you have every right to leave. And quite honestly, in my experience, every time I've left a bad work environment, granted, I've always like left a bad work environment and gone into one that was like slightly better, but then like slowly became really bad. Um, you know, you can leave. Like you absolutely don't need... To be in a work environment that makes you feel bad that makes you anxious that makes you you know super depressed even um i know someone who was in that situation where going to work literally was making them so depressed for a bunch of you know other reasons Um, and once they got out of it and they started getting help it was a lot better now i do recognize that not everyone can just Quit their job and you know if it's the only job that they're using to support themselves then you know you can't quit like I get that and it's like you know a very privileged thing to say you know you can just quit your job and go find something else if you're in a position and you're an artist and you're working on building your portfolio for your photography um, business or if you're working on building clients for your private um, piano lessons even just recognizing the fact that where you are is not a good place to be and seeing what else you could do instead, like that is a fantastic step if you just can't, you know, quit. Um, Like for example, if you are working in a You know, um, a minimum wage job that does not treat you well and that you want to leave. There are other options. Like maybe you could work in the box office of a theater. Maybe you could do um, the front desk at a music studio. Um, Maybe you could do after school care, um, child care, stuff like that. Like These are all things that um, I've considered myself. So it's like they're out there and they're possible. And, you know, it's just as easy to work those kinds of jobs, um, that, you know, especially if you're around, like, like if you're in an art studio or an arts facility, like that, that's a bit more exciting than maybe, um, you know, working at a big box store. And they often pay pretty well too. Um, well, at least in my opinion, they pay fairly well for the area I'm in. Um, so yeah, guys, like toxic work environments, I feel like we as artists sometimes just will accept that, you know, oh, that's how it is. But I'm here to tell you that's not how it is. That's not how it has to be. And I don't ever want you guys to think that, oh, well, I'm an actor and I need the flexibility and actors, you know, starting off, they always have to work in like horrible jobs. So that's what I'm going to do. Like, no, that's not what you have to do. You can find jobs out there that will give you flexibility and that aren't going to destroy your mental health that aren't gonna be toxic for you like they're out there you might have to do a little bit more looking but they are out there and they are so worth it like this blast job that I previously um, resigned from I considered going back and I was like you know what no my mental health was so horrible during that time that I worked for them Um, my boyfriend also said you know you were not happy when you were working for them and I was like, yeah, I like that's not a good place for me to be. And so I decided that I would find work elsewhere and I was fortunate enough to find work elsewhere. And I resigned from that position. Um, so guys, the work that we are looking for, for flexibility, for, you know, to just be treated fairly like a human, like that work is out there. I promise you it is out there. I promise you that it's possible you might have to put in some extra work, but it's so worth it to wake up and to not dread going to work when you have to go to work as you continue to support yourself in the beginning of your career. And there, like the possibilities are, are so endless and they're out there. I just want to let you guys know and I want to get it in your heads that it's possible and that you should not feel obligated to stay in a toxic work environment just because you're an you know, you're an artist and like, you know, artists and pain and, you know, the starving artist, like trope, which I, I hate that trope, by the way. Um, but don't feel like, you know, oh, this is just how it is because it's not how it is. And I don't ever want you to be in a situation where you're just unhappy because there are steps that you can take to getting out of it. And I want everyone listening to my podcast to know that whatever quote unquote, you know, survival job they have, it can be a good one and it can, you know, be good for you mentally too. And I think that's the biggest thing. It can be good for your health overall. So guys, thank you um, for listening today. Um, Yeah, I just, I want to, this has been a conversation that I've had with so many people and just like, you don't have to work the bad jobs. You don't. And this is my, this is me telling you that you have permission, that if you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, you can look for other things and it will be okay. I promise. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I'm really excited that I was able to sort of share my thoughts on this because um, I've been going back and forth myself on just this particular topic and how I feel about it and all this stuff. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, it would mean a lot to me if you would like the episode, give it five stars, um, leave a comment on it just so I know that this kind of content is what you guys are looking for. and. If you want to chat more about sort of getting out of maybe a toxic work environment or changing your job that you're in as you pursue your creative career, send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is at artisticallyboldlife. I would love to chat with you there. Um, and yeah, before I go, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, empowering artists and business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your skills, come join us. We would love to have you also linked in the show notes. So guys, thank you again. I hope you have a great rest of your day or evening or whenever you're listening to this, and I will see you in the next episode.